them out of the ocean and grew legs and they started walking and the apes climbed down from the trees and grew tall and they started talking what is going on out there in crypto land i'm phil this is the fun with crypto podcast and this is episode 10 so it's been a little while since I uh, since I did an episode. I was actually traveling for work last week, and um, if anybody's been paying attention to the markets, of course, uh, everybody knows that BTC right now is slumping pretty hard and sitting actually at the time of this recording at three thousand three hundred thirty-eight dollars and sixty-nine cents. But that's not really what we're going to talk about this episode. I actually had a whole bunch of topics lined up, looking at some different services that um you know that that you can do with uh you know with BTC and then I got my Kazahodl lightning node delivered so I threw that all out the door and decided we are just going to do a Kazahodl lightning node review because I am just absolutely amazed with this device I I mean the you know the packaging was nice which you know I mean obviously that that's just nice you know it makes it fun to get so the packaging was well done. It was nice and clean. The instructions were clear. Um, you know, the case is obviously very nice. I mean, look, in the end, it's a Raspberry Pi with a one terabyte hard drive. Um, but that's, you know, that that's not really why you're getting it. And that's not really why I got it. Um, I got it because of the UX and, you know, the Kazahodl interface that they decided to create for this device. I mean, it is just absolutely incredible. It, it's simple. Um, it was, I'll start from the beginning, okay? You plug in the device um, on a piece of paper, uh, sorry, on a nice little cardboard insert. They've got instructions letting you know to navigate to, um, I think it's casa uh, node.local. And then after that, you know, you follow through with the, with the very simple setup steps. They have you create your, you know, your 24 seed words or essentially your private key so that you can recover. I mean, I, I really don't remember having to click next much more than just a few times. Uh, and then immediately your node starts to sync and you're brought into the management interface for the node. Uh, the management interface is extremely simple. Uh, you've got three parts to it. Bitcoin, Lightning and System. So what the Kaza Lightning Node is, is it's a, it's a Bitcoin, it's a Bitcoin node slash wallet, but it's also a Lightning Node slash wallet. And then system, of course, is just, you know, some very basic, some very basic settings that you can configure, like shutting down the unit or running an update. So that, that's really all there is to the actual interface. And that's actually what makes it brilliant, because the way I look at it is, is that this should be um, an appliance. That's what this should be. It's, and that is exactly, I believe, what Kazahodl has captured. It's a simple appliance. Because the reality is, if we want adoption and we want everybody to be using this and we want people to see the power of, you know, of BTC and these decentralized networks for payments and, you know, with no counterparty risk, then we need something simple. We need something, and don't get me wrong, I don't necessarily see too many grandparents setting this up, but, you know, if you can set up a router, then you can set up a Kazahodl node. 
A hundred percent. It it really is that simple. Okay, so going back into the management interface, like I said, there's three little, you know, there's like kind of three little tabs in front of you, three, you know, kind of square windows. And the first thing you want to do is um, you want to get your Bitcoin. You want to get some Bitcoin, obviously, onto the node so that you can go and open some channels. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go into transactions and you are then going to go and click deposit. And I mean, I'm assuming if you know, you're listening to this review and you you wanting to know more about lightning that you're already somewhat familiar with crypto and Bitcoin. So I don't have to fully explain how to do a transaction, but you know, you take the address, you go to wherever you're holding your crypto and you send to the deposit address on your CASA node. After you've done that, okay, once you've actually gotten some BTC, what you want to do is, is that you are going to want to get some, if you decide that you want to open some lightning channels, um, some payment channels, then you're going to want to then essentially you're going to want to move money onto the channel. Now, obviously, it's still on the node because, like I said, the Casa HODL node is a Bitcoin wallet and node and a Lightning wallet and node. So, you know, it's not it's not really going anywhere. It's all, you know, it's all staying essentially in the same place if you want to try to imagine it that way. Um, but what you're going to want to do is, is that, or at least this is what I did because I personally didn't know anybody to open any private channels with. So... What I did was was that I went and did the easiest thing I could. I turned on the the autopilot channel settings, which goes and automatically opens the channels and from what I see manages the the fees and manages um, just manages the overall channel, whether it's open or closed. And what I did was was that I clicked you go and click on manage and you go to the autopilot settings and you click configure. And from there, you simply choose the amount of BTC that you want per channel and choose the number of channels and then click save and you let the lightning node do the rest. And it just runs. It's really, really great. Um, I'm able to see my channel up on a lightning node explorer, which is really cool. And yeah, I am just totally having a really, really fun time with this with this device, it's really, really well made. Um, the other piece that I want to point out, um, it's not just about the UX, but it's also about the support. Uh, they set you up with a, you know, like a private channel for feedback and support, which is really amazing. And the people that are on that channel, those are those are devs. Like they're they're not just support technicians. And I'm not, you know, ratting on support technicians. I'm a support technician myself. I'm just saying, I've never seen a company do a feedback loop where the customer, the end user is going and talking directly to the dev. And I think that's amazing. I think that's something that is sorely missing in software. And I think it's one of the reasons that people have the poor user experiences that they do. Because a dev is going to look at a product and see it like a dev. They're not going to see it like an end user. The end user doesn't care about the nuts and bolts. They care about their user experience with the product. And that's the whole key. 
to winning the hearts and minds. And I really think that Kazahodl has taken a huge leap in that direction. So huge shout out. And I'm so thrilled that you guys did this. I'm loving this node. I am obviously, you know, singing my praise, you know, singing your praises in a podcast, but also telling everybody around it, t- telling everybody about it around me. So I, I just, I thank you guys very much for putting together a product like this. It's sorely needed in this space. And as a result, I, I really think that this is going to help with the, the next leg up uh, for adoption. Um, anyways, uh, that that was pretty much uh, all I really had about the about the lightning node, and I hope you enjoyed. And you know, please subscribe and leave me feedback, which nobody ever does. But uh, if you do, it's really appreciated, positive or negative. I don't really care. Uh, it's just kind of nice to know. Anyways, uh, catch you all on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>